We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings, the Tour Championship Picks Preview. One and done. Plus, a look at the Ryder Cup, where we sit right now. Now that the American auto selections have been made, we have six more captain spots to go before we get to run. Plus, everything that's going on in Europe with the Ryder Cup team and a pretty good tournament over in the Czech Republic this week as well with some names that we want to see play well for the European side to see if they can get on the team. Reminder to you to smash the like and sub to the channel, obviously. But the Week 1 DraftKings Listeners League is now open the link is down in the description. Please go fill that up as quickly as possible. There's 5,000 spots. It's already around 30% full. We still got like three weeks to go, two weeks to go, whatever it is, till kickoff on Sunday of week one of football season. So the quicker we can get it filled, the bigger the contest will be. Rake free, $15 to play, three max. Easy stuff. Go do that right now. Jeff Feinberg, we won yesterday. You won some bets. I did very well on DraftKings. It was a nice BMW championship. I like Olympia Fields. Uh, I loved it. It was great. Victor won. I was frustrated through many parts that maybe I didn't go to the very top, but I can't take credit for being like calling anything. I literally said I've wagoned Vic in every premium tournament all season. Why stop here? One more chips here, right here. Shove them. Got it. Thank God. What a wizard. What a wizard. I don't think I've been ups. Maybe it's hyperbole because I could think of all the guys that won big, but I usually attach myself to the losers, like guys who don't win enough or even like Ricky Fowler, loser, never won enough. Like the trophy case should be double, but no, not this guy. I finally feel like maybe I attached myself to a winner one time, Pat, one time. Well, he was a perpetual loser before this year. It's funny how those narratives can shift on people. I 
okay, there are people that said things that I don't even think they know that they said. If that makes any sense. Nope. Like, th- there are people that said that that thought they could draw conclusions about this guy at 24 that today have no memory of saying those things. Like, four months ago. I could go look at... I don't want to be petty. And <laughs> sure, I didn't call sure it... No, no. And I don't want to call that Victor's good. That's like saying pizza's good. It's not like, you know, proclaiming Wyndham Clark's going to take a huge step or something. Um, So I'm not like getting any credit, but it was just like, no, you guys are stupid. You guys doubting this guy at 24. You guys drawing conclusions on this guy. You are nuts. And when I would pick him at Bay Hill, when I pick him at the Masters, the comments, the comments that I don't think people who I respect even remember saying those things. Granted, he didn't win those tournaments, but the point remains. Doesn't have that dog in him. Ruff, ruff. Like, what sort of dog was that? That's not even a dog. That's that's a unicorn. Nine under. Or 28 on his back nine. So, yeah, it's, it's good that you won some money. And it's good that I won some money, although that lip out on Fitzpatrick on the 18th hole or the 72nd hole on Sunday uh, cost me about 2000 bucks on DraftKings. And I, it's funny, I was interacting with the guy who was ahead of me because I ended up coming third. This guy came second and it cost him first place. So it cost him four grand on that putt. It would have moved him to first, me to second, and the guy in first to third. But hey, that, that's just the break sometimes uh, when you line up six footers and look like they're going in and have it lip out and Scotty doesn't lose his placement points and he retains his second. Whatever it might be, he's still very happy with the day. But we needed that money because we lost the one and done. To Tim and August. Tim and August. That's not my name. You maybe won? if you'd bet on the maybe if you'd bet on the good Fitzpatrick instead of Matt Fitzpatrick, <laughs> uh, you know you would have won in the tournament. I didn't bet on Matt Fitzpatrick though. Shame for Matt's Fitzpat Fit for Matt Fitzpatrick losing to the guy who shot a sixty-one. No, really look, I was happy. Low. I was happy for Victor. The course didn't show up, but the golfers did. I would say that the course didn't show up quite as much as it did last time, obviously, when you take a look at the winning scores. But it wasn't not hard at the same time. Like yeah. Taylor Moore was like 20 over par or something like that. <laughs> it was soft. Even to the weekend, it was soft. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, I did win the one and done. This was the year I was just able to cap things well. I had a pretty good I went through a stretch where I had. The someone in the top, uh, my one and done was in the top five, like six of seven weeks in a row or something, uh, including hitting Wyndham Clark in that stretch. I hit Justin Rose at Pebble. Uh, at the Masters, I did well when you all treated Phil Mickelson like he was Sandy Lyle and had bets on him missing the cut. And you know, he happened to finish in second. Like, just you guys, I happen to have a good read on a lot of spots this year, so I, I appreciate did, the credit. Hold, hold on a second. You didn't, <laughs> what did you pick? You didn't pick Phil. Yeah, you didn't pick Phil. What are you talking? No, about? I picked the I picked live guys because I said all the I thought the live guys at Augusta oh. would actually show up, and I was I was mocked on the, the live show. Jeff was in person for that show, and I was sort of laughed about taking well, live. No, guys. And live guys finished like second, third, the... fourth. It wasn't a bit. They finished second, second, fourth. Okay, no, like, not the bit. And live full credit. They they showed up in majors. They're top guys. That's not even worth debating. Anyone who doubted it at moments like myself, we were wrong. Like that's I can admit that. Um, it was just like you going from the last time there was a major 
you were spewing like venom and vitriol at all things associated with live and then we came here and i was just shocked that you were able to make the change that's all i laughed at okay well i was right and i and laughed I when I you picked Wyndham clark as your gold pick so i'm an idiot you did i mean i'm not i'm, I'm not looking out here looking to chastise i'm not i don't want to be petty uh, <laughs> fuck off <laughs> I'm just uh, here to collect, I suppose, some credit. You know, credit's not the only thing that matters to me, but I'm glad. I hope that people who listen this year took my advice and made some money. That's far more important to me than credit. Well, maybe, people listen. Maybe JL Owens did that because the race for the Mayo Cup has concluded. JL Owens hit seven winners this year, 13 top fives, collected almost $29 million in terms of overall winnings from his one-and-done golfers at FantasyGolfChampionships.com, turned $125 into $50,000. So congratulations to JL Owens. Dirt 17, $35,000. B-Will, 10, 13, $25,000 for third. Top Cheese, 10, $20,000 for fourth. And WhistleMania. $15,000 for fifth place. And I think, hey, let's see, did, yeah, everyone paid into five figures down to seven places this year. So the more people that we can get in January when this restarts, I think it was 4,444 entries. If we can get it up to 5,000, then we're going to have even more five-figure winners because we are going to keep the payout structure flat, not put everything up top. So if you come in sixth place, you can get yourself a nice $12,500. There are many swing season events. The swing season one and done is not huge by any means because frankly, people are not all that interested in playing in the swing season one and done. But there are, I think, $100, $50, and $25 contests available at Fantasy Golf Championships right now. That will start in like three weeks, whatever it is, if you want to get in on those. I I did want to talk Ryder Cup before we let you go, Tim. Um, Does it seem like, I mean, we looked at the odds this morning, and you seem to think that Brooks is now not going to be on the team. Correct. I thought... I am now of the opinion that because he doesn't have to take Brooks, he's not going to. Uh, you can throw him off the team. Um, I think this means JT is a lock. I think uh, I've changed my opinion on this pretty, pretty, pretty harshly based on what I think is going to happen, not based on what I think is going, what should happen. You, you know, uh, you know, Brooks and and DeChambeau and DJ should all go. They're, none of them are going. They're just not going at this point. Um, they're going to take. Thomas, they're going to take Finau. They're going to take, uh, uh, what's his name? Keegan Bradley, who's like, you might as well just set a pick on fire rather than take Keegan Bradley. But they're going to take him too. And uh, they're going to field what is a really bad team. And if they're the favorites, it's free money to take Europe because they're going to field a bad team. I hope Tim's right. I think he is dead wrong. Um, I think he's dead wrong as i i believe it's going i would take jt and cam young and i know well, other guys why do you keep wanting why do you why do you keep wanting to take cam young like, what does cam young do i mean cam young's clearly going the I odds suggest cam young problem. is clearly going cam young probably shouldn't go pat and as i said on twitter yesterday he's never won a tournament and the only players who i believe could make who have ever made team usa without making the tour championship probably won two majors like in their career speed i guess well speed maybe in the like you have to have multiple majors to have never won a tournament to have a winless season to get on a usa all-star team without having the the equity of major championships in your back pocket um 
But Cam Young would scare me more than other guys. I don't know that those are the two they're going to take. Those are the two that I would take, which I believe are the only two open spots available at the moment. So according to you, what are, I mean, Speed's not even on the betting board right now. That's how much he's on the team. So he's on the team. Morikawa's minus a thousand to be on the team. So Mm -hmm. let's call him on the team. Fowler's minus 700. He's probably on the team. Brooks is also minus 700. I I think Brooks is a lot. No, he's not. He's minus 400. I'm looking at it right now. Minus 700. So then it moved. Good for them. Then it's it's moved. It was minus 400. Yeah, so minus four. I'm shocked. I liked him. They better take Brooks. They're taking Brooks. He's the one live guy that's going. If there was an anti-live agenda in this thing, I wouldn't be shocked. And someone's like, Brooks just had a baby. He's not going. Brooks played two live events since having that baby. And apparently (laughs) that baby was still in the hospital. So Brooks wants to golf. Brooks is going to golf. Now, Ryder Cup doesn't pay like a live event, but um, this is Brooks' favorite golf in the world. There's no way Brooks, if they don't take Brooks, it's honestly criminal. Like, it's criminal. So They don't care. They're not allowing live tournaments to count towards anything for the Ryder Cup. They don't care. They've made it. They've they've taken a stand right now. So are we making it up or is it like a legit? thing that they might not take him or are we just it, wasting time wasting time they're taking brooks like that, that's yeah, okay, happening good. Good. well we say they it's only one person it's that no, that's wrong that is wrong i believe spieth scotty cantley they are as much involved like jt is on this team because every guy who has any sort of credential on the team has told zach they want jt on even better than for those of us who want europe to win because if your captain actually can't make decisions if he actually thinks he's beholden to other people's opinions then great then they're going to have terrible matchups he's going to set the lineup very poorly in the tournament great and i don't even think jt deserve it he clearly doesn't but i would follow it up by saying forever europe had to bring they're underperforming guys with resumes because they didn't have a choice. And that was to fill the middle quadrant of the team. There's like, not even this way, though, not There's even the no... last leg. The USA could do this for like the very last leg of their team. And I think they'll be very comfortable doing it. If you stack up Justin Thomas and DJ next to each other, I don't know in what world you can pick Justin Thomas. Over I, mean, DJ. I was going to say, when you said, I don't, I don't you, see when it. You, when you said Bryson and DJ, should be on the team. Uh, Bryson, I think you can make a pretty compelling case for. I don't see a case for Dustin Johnson at all. He played, he was perfect at the last Ryder Cup. He played, he acquitted himself very well at well, the majors this season. If that's going to be the case, then you have to take Justin Thomas if he was great two years ago. And he acquitted himself well at the major championships when everybody played. Those two things combined. Like, so, I mean, I mean you well, compare hold, hold that on. to Justin uh, Thomas, how, it's just how, the case how, is hold, not hold, there. Hold on. What do you think DJ did in the majors this year? Well, I can tell you, he did better than cut, 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 seventieth because sure, that's he, what JT did. He was he was ten <laughs> he was tenth at the U.S. Open, miscut fifty fifth, forty eighth. He was not good in the majors. That's actually pretty decent. That's pretty decent for a guy who doesn't get to play any other time of year uh, on the tour to get a top ten. So what you're saying? So uh, is that an admission that live golf doesn't mean anything? Because uh, it's, no. it's pretty good for a guy who plays on live. He got a top ten. He's won two majors. He was their best player in the last Ryder Cup. He's still one of the best 10 golfers in the world. If you're going to pick JT over him, you actually don't want to win. You're, that, that's sabotage. Great. I hope the U.S. take JT. 
He hasn't found it. He may never find it again. Some guys never find it again. Come on. No, some guys don't. There's a litany of guys who who have won multiple championships and just not at that age. They all like found it again. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. What examples are we having here? David Duvall happened to him. David Duvall got vertigo. Hold on, hold on. David Duvall had vertigo. (laughs) Yes. Like Justin Thomas isn't suffering from a debilitating injury. No, but it doesn't matter. The guys sometimes what? lose their top level and they never get it back. And it's it's kind of insulting and cruel to say, oh, they'll get it back. Maybe they will, okay, but, but like the, that's putting too much pressure on When you say top level, won't. do you mean like number one golfer in the world or a guy that will like consistently be in that? Five. Even top five in the world. Okay, but There's why does that Hold on. Why does that apply to Dustin or to Justin Thomas, but that doesn't apply to Dustin Johnson? Well, DJ finished top 10 in a major this year. DJ played well on Live Golf this year, really well on Live Golf this year. So it, Justin Thomas's case would be better if he played on Live Golf and just got to be T3 every week. Justin Thomas's case would be better if, you know, he wasn't god-awful every single week and couldn't even make the the the, the quote-unquote playoffs in the top 70. Couldn't make it. Couldn't why, get there. Hold on. Why is that in quotes? Are you pretending like the playoffs don't actually exist? Yes. First, they don't really exist. They don't because really they're exist? a complete manuf. No, they don't because you're not really playing off for anything other than money. And there's no championship on the line. Nobody really cares who wins the FedEx Cup. I mean, the like guy, they're not playoffs. The, the, the guy who it, wins every other gets 40 sport, million bucks, they care. But I agree with you. It's not. It's no, inconsequential. It's not the playoffs, the way the basketball playoffs or the World Series of the playoffs, right? Like it kind of doesn't matter. No one will be tuning in Sunday to see who wins the FedEx Cup. They'll be tuning in to hopefully seeing like Victor versus Scotty versus Ron yeah. versus Rory. Like that's so, like it. Yes, in, in, we're, like, we're in violent agreement of, here. Who will win this two-hour back nine when I tune in as a casual? Not like who's lifting this FedEx Cup yeah. thing. And when you have yeah. four tournaments that mean the most, I mean, it's even like with these elevated events that they've really drawn away from the other events that we considered to be the next level down from the majors, that they've made them all just kind of scramble, which has hurt the playoffs even more because we see these fields all the time. In fact, the BMW, Jeff and I used to talk, like the top 70 players in the FedEx Cup used to be basically the best tournament of the year in terms of field strength. You had all of the best players, they all played, There's mm-hmm. and we're going to go through. I think they were cut down to top 50 or whatever it was as they're cut but you know when you can see all these guys play together in phoenix and this year in pebble and at the genesis like every second week it kind of it loses all of the little bit of luster that it had and i'm with you i don't think that justin thomas should be on the team but i think i've been the only one saying consistently the entire time that he is going to be on this team it's true you never wavered i i waver every hour i've i waver every hour but i think about it too much um. Yeah, I, I've I've definitely been a slinky on on Justin Thomas, but I'm now. I think it would a- be bad for Justin Thomas if, if you want to see Justin Thomas get back, get get it back together. You don't want him picked for the Ryder Cup. That's the last thing you want. You don't want him to have another public failure on a national scale. That will be nothing but bad for his confidence. Not having him on the team and having him have this to work forward to in the next two years and get back is a much better story and much better for his confidence. The worst thing that Zach Johnson could do would be to put Justin Thomas on this team for his development. I'm convinced in, in the in the past we have seen like when the US is truly running in like this full throttle I've sometimes seen that they can use this final spot um, you know, for, for a couple of years ago, they gave it to Scotty in the sense that he had earned it, uh, you know, his performances as a rookie, even despite the wins. 
all earned it. But then we saw at the President's Cup, they gave it to Kisner in the sense, ah, it's like a lifetime achievement award. Because it kind of is in some respects. Um, I would, yeah, I I would think- push I would push back on that as they don't really give a shit about the President's Cup. No, that's true. But if that's if that's true, then Jeff, then Lucas no, but I've Glover, seen Lucas like Glover's even in getting the past, a spot. The Ryder Cup has been used as a lifetime achievement award too, as opposed to over young guys. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel bad for Glover way more than Keegan because he's literally like he's earned it. Like what the hell? He won an elevated late in the year, back to back. He's still striping it. Um, but I don't know. I think they're going to leave him out unless the leaders want him. Yeah, I, I don't think. And I don't even mean captains. I mean leaders. Of what the date is decision day? Do we know the actual date that the U.S. team is going to announce their roster? I don't I'm know. Sure it's I a, think it's like two weeks I'm from sure. now, isn't it? Okay. I know the Europeans wait till after the tournament. Well, uh, well their qualifying isn't done yet. That's what I mean. They still have that other ter- that other big tournament. No, they. I, be- I, I believe that they do it before, like the week like the week of Wentworth, I believe that yes, the, Wentworth, the teams yeah. are selected. The, it's, it's not after Wentworth. I think it's it's before Wentworth actually starts. Okay. But qualifying, explained. Yeah, I have no idea when they're going to make these selections. Let's see. The six remaining slots in the U.S. team will go to eligible players who are captain selections will be announced following the tour championship. So I suppose, like, there is a way. No, like, I have it. Like, if Glover... Glover, Glover could make himself undeniable this week if he wins or comes in second or something. Then you have to take him. I think After, if he wins, he probably gets in on points if he wins. Points are closed. August 29th. Oh, points are closed. Okay. August 29th, the U.S. is announcing uh, 10 to 11 a.m. on the Golf Channel at their Frisco, Texas home okay. of PGA. Next, so next so t- week from tomorrow. So, like, I, I wouldn't take Justin Thomas, but I think he's on there. I I don't understand, and maybe you can explain this to me. And I, it's not even like he's playing better golf at the moment. Both these guys are playing like not great golf. But why is Cameron Young a minus six hundred favorite to make the team, and Sam Burns is like plus money? I don't really have an answer. <laughs> I, I, I don't. And I'll tell you, there are some loyal Cam Youngers out there because when I mentioned that I believe him not making it to East Lake could be a disqualifier. Because the only guys that can do that that made the teams of majors, I got a lot of like there are truthers out there that a ride or die that kind of surprise that like will not handle any besmirchment of him not being on this team. But I believe I'm not nearly as confident as other people because I agree with you, Pat. Like, but I want him there. Like, I would. I don't want him there as someone who bet Europe. People so talk about Cameron Young the way Jeff talked about Tony Finau a month and a half ago. How he was I a was million wrong. percent lock. I thought Finau would win any tie. That was a, like I didn't think Finau would fall lower than being tied with these guys in in the in the race. But he's now below them. I thought his vibes would be a tie-breaking winner. But you can't win a tiebreaker if you're below, right? I mean, he'll have to have quite a week this week. To get himself back. If he can win this week in Eastlake, maybe Finau can end up making this team. All right, so let's make some picks for the U.S. side. I, I think locked onto the team, Brooks, Spieth, and Morikawa for sure. Those three guys. I think that Ricky's about as close of a lock as you can get as well. We'll call him number four. I think that they'll take Justin Thomas. And I think they'll take Cameron Young. I wouldn't, but I think that they're going to take him. I would take Keegan. 
Or even someone like Russell Henley, who's been, or Lucas Glover, like one of those two guys who've just been playing great golf for three months, who really set up well, great accuracy off the tee. I think that they would be good at this course in Rome. I totally They'll agree. Spieth, Young, Morikawa. They'll take Keegan. I'll take Fowler. At least one spot, I think. Brooks. Uh, That's probably no, I, see, I, think, I don't think they're taking Brooks. So, um, I guess Burns. Or Burns or Glover. Burns Brooks. or Glover. But wouldn't surprise ta- me. Zach Johnson has been nothing but sort of unpleasant towards Liv. And, uh, you know, ultimately it's his call. Them not taking Who's Brooks going to, will not no one's be going worth, to the mattress. Who's going to the mattresses for Brooks? They will. It won't be worth the trouble, Tim. They think they're making a stand. It will cause such a situation that they'll be having to answer for it all week. It's not worth it. Like, even if Zach doesn't want him, he has to have the wherewithal to not be like an executive will get canceled. <laughs> like, I don't like it would. It just wouldn't be worth the firestorm of criticism from fair and balanced people. And it'd be stupid. I mean, Jack Johnson's only beholden to one person, the Lord. So whatever <laughs> the whatever, Lord. God, whatever God tells him to do, he's going to do. He'll feel it, and then he'll make his selections. <laughs> him and Scotty can get in their prayer circle. They'll be fine. Uh, Euro team. They still have some stuff to do here. And a lot of the, like, Aberg's playing in the Czech Republic. Uh, I actually, spoiler alert, I bet on my guy this week, Tim. You got to get behind. I mean, I don't know if I want, necessarily want you behind him with the way that you've been doing this year. Maybe you need to get behind Adrian Dumont de Chéret. I'd love to see him win and be on this team. That'd I don't know who that is. He's just, he's like 20 years old from Belgium. He just won on the Corn Ferry Tour. He was a great, uh, he's basically like Aberg light. That Aberg got all the press, but this guy actually came out and won. But he wasn't playing on the PGA Tour. He was playing on the Corn Ferry Tour. But he's over there in the Czech Republic this week. They're all kind of playing. Like, Lowry's playing. Moronk's playing. Bobby Mack. Aberg. Both Hoygaards. I think Norin's over there. Yannick Paul. Alex right? Fitzpatrick. Alex Fitzpatrick has no fucking chance to make this team, by the way. Tim. I'm Tim's boy. <laughs> then, then bet on him 20-1 to 1 to make the team. It's interesting. I'm reading a sporting news article this morning. And uh, their projected captain's picks do not include Brooks either. Isn't that a wait, because he's not in the he's not in the, the the automatic he's not projected in the captain's picks either. Really, who wrote that? Column? I mean, the way that they if not for it the is mur- written by I'll tell you the name um, Jacob Kamenker. If if the merger or attempted merger didn't happen, I would think that they could probably leave Brooks off in the same way like it's just a non-live event they kicked stenson off of captain both sides have done their best to just make live zero part of this but the fact that they're trying to merge with that like that's not even a thing how can that be a thing from the pga's pov now i don't know it's up to zach johnson are they is the is the media preparing like it's also not it's also apparently it's also not clear whether live guys who aren't automatically qualified are eligible. What does that mean? It's not clear. It's not clear whether non-qualified live guys they are eligible. They haven't figured for the that tournament. out. I, no one said anything one way or the other. Okay. That would be like I don't know. You have an invitation to a party, but they haven't even given you the time. Like I don't understand. It's not clear. They've only had a, two, a year and a half to figure out if it's clear or not. That can't be true. I mean, if it is true, just, then Brooks is not going to be on the team. 
look, I report, you decide. Uh, I, I have no idea what the truth of the matter is. I will say for the Euro team, I really, really hope Sepp Straka makes it. It's looking like he's going to make it. I mean, they, they're, trying, 100%. They're, they're, they're trying, I wouldn't say 100%. They're looking for every reason not to take him, but I think it's somewhat undeniable that you have to take him. Oh, I think he'll be marvelous in this format and just crushing DCs all over the lot or Coca-Cola light as it if is. Luke Italy Donald have to bring his own. Uh, that would be amazing. If Luke Donald and company think they can afford to take a player who didn't earn his way to goddamn Eastlake in the final <laughs> 30 of the PGA Tour, that's as insane to me as leaving Brooks off. And they don't have options. I like, I am so, I'm a fan of all the young guys. Bobby, Maronk, Ludwig, Hoygaard's like, I'm excited for Europe to get fun and spicy. But you cannot leave off a guy who's playing at Eastlake this week. That would be malpractice. I mean, Even I if his floor you. is low, Paul, who cares? Paul has a comment. Is Aberg minus 200 because guys like Jeff are like keeping that market up? I, like, I would take it. good Aberg, who is 2R Norman, because he actually wins. Jeff watched a couple drives, and all of a sudden the guy's minus I've 200. Ch- what has he done this I, year? Come on. I, that's a fair question, but that's like a future pro- prognosticating, like you're projecting. Uh, the guy goes to narrow places, hits like every fairway. Well, not so narrow, but <laughs> nonetheless, that's more of a projection. I'm not here advocating for that, and I have no Ludwig bet. When I asked for a bet like two months ago, they gave me plus 175. And I said, that's not nice enough. But I would, I don't even know if I would, I think I would, uh, I'd be him or a Hoygaard or the Hoygaard, the better Hoygaard. This person's picks doesn't have Hoygaard or Aberg on the team. Because I would have Moran. Who, who, is, who is this person that you're just randomly citing? Just, it's a, it's a, a, a sporting news article that was written this morning. Moronk, Bobby, and um, well, Bobby might be an auto. Braca. So, like, uh, Bobby's an auto right now. It's McElroy, yes. Rom, and McIntyre. Like Yannick Paul's only shot of making this team is to take this Euro point spot from Bobby. Or he's see, he's a captain's pick in this thing. I don't think Yannick Paul is going to be a captain's pick. They're going to take. Moronk. I don't think so either. I would. Well, yeah, I would. He has Moronk as well, but yeah, I would right. take Moronk too. Yeah. So I like I. Okay, so let's go through it. So the locks right now, and because obviously they still have like three weeks to go, like Rory and Rom are actually on the team because they cannot be caught in terms of points. They're qualified. So there's one sure. spot left in terms of European points to qualify. And in the standings, McIntyre's third, Yannick Paul is fourth, Moronk is fifth, Fleetwood is sixth, uh, although I think he's in on world points, and Victor Perez, Hoygaard, and Otagi are the ones who are right behind him, who could theoretically catch him. But Paul's the closest, then it's Moronk. Like, those three seem to be battling for the last spot, unless you know, someone from the back, like, wins twice. This week in Czech Republic, next week in Switzerland, then they would probably have enough points. In terms of the world points, it's Hovland, Hatton, and Fleetwood that are in. So that makes Fitz an auto pick, Lowry an auto, like a captain's pick for Fitz, captain's pick for Lowry, captain's pick for Rose. So there's three off the board right now. So we have to get the other three that are coming in. So it's probably... And you said Straka has pretty much got to be taken. He's in the final 30. I think I think Straka and Moronk almost have to be autos on this team. Then there's one spot left. So there's Hoygaard or Aberg. Yeah, Hoygaard or Aberg. Or Paul. I think it really depends on how these... Like, there's three tournaments the next three weeks on the European tour. Like... 
like I said, like Lowry, Aberg, Moronk, they're all playing. All of the guys competing for this last spot. I mean, Lowry's on the team, but he's, you know, he's not officially in right now. It'd be nice to get some form going into the Ryder Cup for him. But like even Patty Harrington's playing this week. Maybe he can play himself onto the team. Who knows? But if it, it's Aberg like, won this week, would forgetting like that would get how high up on the points list could that get like could that get him into no. the third points list or no, no chance no chance like he has yeah, no, he, he has 19 because well, he can only get in on european points he has uh, not yeah, yeah. He, he has 19 european points so far in the Ryder cup standings uh sorry that, that's in world points let me see where aberg is on euro points aberg on euro points is not on the list it looks like yeah he's never i don't think he'd ever gotten them yeah, so he has anyway. zero points, and he would have to catch up to Bobby Mack, who has seventeen hundred, which is impossible. I think. So, as a guy who currently has the Europe money, in my opinion, I am going to be rooting against Yannick Paul this week. Okay, who would you want? But it would be your the biggest. Aberg. Right now, we'd have to go to the Hoygaard that's won twice. But I, I like, I, you can't, Aberg at minus 200 to me is crazy. Like, that's crazy. And I love the guy. You'd be better. That's, it, it, there's no one in the right mind should bet minus 200 for him to make the Ryder Cup team. They should just bet him to win each of the next three tournaments at wherever the hell his odds are. Because that's the only way he's probably getting on the team is if he wins one of those tournaments. Uh, I probably will bet him this week just for shits and giggles. He's 12 to 1. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> Lowry's 11, Aberg is 12, Moronk is 14 over in the Czech Republic this week. Tim, who do you think gets the last spot? Aberg. I kind of agree that he probably Ever is. so slightly over Hoygaard. And, but Hoygaard, that's like a 52-48 thing, and if Hoygaard plays really well, in the last two tournaments, uh, he could take it, and he, that would be fine. Yeah, it feels like all things being equal, if no one really leaps out and takes the spot, that if we just default to wherever they're at right now, it's going to be Aberg. They'll just take the upside. And if he sucks day yeah. one, they can bury him and just sit him on the bench. Because that could happen to Straka as well, by the way. Because as we've seen oh. with Seb Straka, he could be the best guy out there or the worst guy out there. He's sort Dude, of he's, very, he's he's real Siwoo Kimmy that way. <laughs> no, no, Pat. Let's honestly be real here for a moment. Europe is going to bury the shit out of people because they're going full fire wagon with about probably five or six guys. Yeah, Fitz Fleetwood, Fitz Fleetwood, Vic, Rom, Rory. We're probably going like, to play. Yeah, as five session all, golf, all five sessions. Yeah. Although Lowry might not be cut out for five sessions. Maybe Hatton's the guy, not Lowry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tim, any final thoughts on any of this before we speak to you on the NFC win total show, which is coming out this week? No, I'm I'm good. Have a good show, folks. Enjoy this. Not re- You know, this is the championship of the playoffs for the, you know, the real quote unquote tour that starts people with different scores before they even begin. And that's 30 people. But this, uh, this is the real tour, not uh, not the one where half the best players in the world are playing. I half, love how Liv fans can players. use this as like, look at how they play golf. Yeah, this, well, look, this is their, this this, is their this, championship this, of their playoffs. This, this one tournament. It's like, how about every tournament on Liv? <laughs> Which is terrible. This is their championship playoff. Uh, you know, and this is the way they do it. So maybe uh, rather than taking needless shots at uh, at the other tournament where people are having fun, Maybe they should just focus on themselves and fixing their quote-unquote playoff structure. I agree this tournament's dumb as shit. 
But that's just me. You know. That's no, it's not. Stupid tournament. Okay. Well, All that right. was it for Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. And yes, that is his name. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tour Championship, two betting markets this week at Eastlake. You can bet on the players with the starting strokes, which, as we've all just kind of agreed, is absolutely terrible. Or you can bet the 72-hole winner just because. And, Jeff, that's the market that I am going to be playing this week. I I will probably play that market, but I like that's where the value could lie. But I also don't like betting into anything where the players – don't really know or give it like if there isn't that um go for it like i don't care is what i'm trying to say but i agree there's a couple guys whose value i could mine there or just go all in on vic again because he's gonna win or he's nine to one in the starting strokes i believe i'm looking at DraftKings sportsbook right now and they only seem to have the market up for without or with starting strokes. They don't have a market up yet without starting strokes, which is strange. Uh, I assume that's going to be coming soon because, like, is there a worse market? I mean, Sky was on top of this. I think Sky bet Scheffler at like plus 420 at the beginning of the playoffs, being like, look, once we get to Eastlake, if he's still in first or second, his odds are going to be what they are right now, like plus 140. So if you want value on Scheffler, you just bet it now and just wait three weeks, which I believe that he did. And whether or not he wins, that's to be determined. But it was a good bet in terms of closing line value. Yeah, definitely a great call. Uh, I looked at it. Uh, by the time I got around to it, it had already dropped. But he was definitely on the ball. Um with that one i guess blindly i want to ask it feels like in the event like rory had a nice comeback last year i believe i was on that at 10 to 1 even with the starting strokes but it does feel like historically and this includes last year like once the pace for the week here gets set no one is coming to win it like rory got that quick start which was expected and and he got himself right in it But once we sort of get to the weekend, no one comes from behind and wins this thing ever. Or am I missing something? I can't really remember because I generally pay so little attention to this tournament that I can't remember. I feel like there was a year when Cantlay won that Kevin Na made a big push. 
that sounds familiar. And you're right, as Tim joked, as we all agree, like this hasn't resonated with sports fans at all, let alone hardcore golf fans. That being said, the starting stroke sucks. It sucks for what we do and trying to make this pre-tournament betting content and all that. I do believe once we are into the tournament, they get exactly what they want, which is casuals tuning in three, four o'clock on on NBC on Sunday and getting a dream of these guys at the top all within a couple strokes still probably. Well, probably not because Scheffler's being spotted two strokes and that's essentially what he loses putting every single week. So he should just run away with it now. That is a fair point, I guess. Uh, I don't know how to bet into the starting strokes market, but if I did, I'd be uh, betting on Victor at five to one. Yeah, there would probably be better on Victor at five to one. He's starting in second place. He's going to be see. That's second. better to me than the nine to one for the full event. No, like the no starting strokes. I don't know. Like, do we really expect any of these guys from the back of the pack to really make a run? Like, I've bet on one of them because you know I'm a goober who likes to lose money, but with well, starting strokes, without starting strokes. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, there's a goober I want to bet. I'll run his name by you. I talk about him every week, and people think winning is hard for him. So well, it's Bo, kind of perfect. Bo, Bo Hostler is not in this tournament, by the way. I there's a lot of okay, whatever. I'll wear it. Is it Fina? I don't think I bet Bo Hostler once all season, but yeah, I li- I like to see him do well and melt at the end. Yeah, like there's the guys at four. So it's, it's Scheffler, Hovland, Rory, Rom, Glover. 10, 8, 7, 6, 5 under to start the week. Then you have this group at 4 under where it, it seems feasible that if one of these guys plays really well that they can win. It's Homa, Cantley, Harmon, Wyndham Clark, and Matt Fitzpatrick. Starting at 3 under, it's Fleetwood, Henley, Keegan, Ricky, Xander. And then minus 2, minus 1, even par. It's probably not going to happen for Tom Kim or Sungjae or Finau or Connors or Siwoo or whoever these guys, Morikawa, Burns, Hatton, Spieth, like they're, they're cooked for the without starting strokes. I, I think at least, I mean, most of these guys are probably cooked if you're not inside the top, like from, it feels like the winner is going to be Scheffler, Hovland, Rory, or Rom, just based on the starting strokes, doesn't it? Yeah. I, and again, I don't even think that we've had guys really charge this thing um, or at least win. I know mentioned Rory, last year but once it gets going there there's no coming back from it all right so let's just Um, let's just get rid of the starting strokes angle i'm not betting into it i'm gonna bet into the other one so it's probably if i did bet into it though it would be victor at five to one two off the freaking pace okay he should have won last week he did win last week the week before oh yeah he didn't no um but I'm silly enough to think in the standalone Victor market, five to one is better than nine to one, two off the pace than tied with all these other guys. Well, when we kind of flip it around and do it without starting strokes, you have Scheffler, Rory, Rom, and Victor, five and a half, six, eight to one, and nine to one. And then Cantley's 11, Xander's 12. Xander's been really good at Eastlake over the course of his career. Then it's like Homa, Morikawa, Sungjae, Ricky. Then you're into Fitz in Hatton at 28 and 30 to one. Then it's just like Tommy's 33. I was thinking, I, I think Epat actually put it out that when I, I didn't realize that Tommy would be 33 at a tournament like this. One bad week for Tommy, and he's back down the board, but he can win without winning, which would be the most Fleetwood thing ever. And now you get 33 to one in a short field. You alluded to goobers. <laughs> this was the goober. This, like, 
that like he can win without winning. It's, I used to like betting Finau here in that scenario when he still hadn't won yet. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll just say Fleetwood thirty three and uh, the Banana Stand Connors at forty would be guys that would stand out to me in this other market. And I can't ignore. I, I I'm gonna throw up a little in my mouth when I say this, but I don't think Brian Harmon is a bad look either. That's actually a pretty good call because East Lake is short. Like you don't need to be like anyone can kind of compete here. Remember when Rory came and stole all of our Ryan Moore money in that playoff that year? Oh, that during the news. football Sunday. That was bad news. <laughs> but Harmon's forty-five to one. Actually, no, sorry, that's with stupid. I gotta click on the right markets here. What is Harmon? Harmon is thirty-five to one without starting strokes. Like I was just gonna take some shots. Like. I was looking at Sungjae, because Sungjae's been really good. Connors has been god-awful at Eastlake in his career, by the way. He has lost more strokes in this tournament than anyone in the field over the past five years. Okay, so we'll cancel that. And I guess I mean, that you, makes you sense. You don't, sort you, don't, of... you don't need to cancel it. I'm just telling you. Like, no, I mean, it, his, strengths, his strengths are sort of negated here. It was just sort of like not a big, you know, doesn't really win big things. Um, but Okay. I also want to say about that Rory Moore thing, there's nothing worse about a bad beat in sports or golf that ends up being used as like tour promotional for a decade. <laughs> like that is the worst. I Rory's winning putt was promoted for like a decade on tour. Like, um, you know, these guys are good shit. Fuck. So the best number I've seen on Sung Jay without starting strokes is 28. I like that. I was thinking about going Sung Jay. Fleetwood at 33, and I bet Siwoo at 66. You get me at a Donald Ross course, just give me Siwoo. He's probably going to come dead last, but you know, 66 to 1 in a 30-man field at a course that he could theoretically play really well at, I'm in. Yeah, I guess the Tom Kim 7-under shrunk his market a bit. A little bit. Um, for Eastlake. But yeah, I think you've, you've done a nice job identifying... Um, guys who uh could catch wagons here not relative to the starting strokes or not related to the starting strokes that's what i've I done this every year though i've never been good at the non the guys that i think like will benefit from the non-starting strokes it never ends up working and i, I feel like it's just the guys at the top anyway end up winning multiple markets i i think that you're correct about that i think it is usually like one of the better guys or one of the better informed guys somewhere like from minus four and up that end up winning this thing. And we're always like, oh, let's take our shot with the guy at even. You know, he can just fire at pins all week. And then they fire at pins and end up in the water all week. And they're terrible. I'm like, I'm sure, I don't know, maybe Keegan will be attractive here. Thinking hyper motivated, needing this, you know, score banana to to make a, a final case. I mean, why, what did Glover end up doing last weekend? Because he was like kind of in it through like a few days, I feel like. And then... Nothing. I think he, was, he started really slow, he was, and um, I think he finished like five under. Yeah, but t- at the same time, Pat, every time I looked at him, he had 12 feet for birdie. Like, it seemed like he played with Rory the first two days, so we got tons of TV time, and it looked like he was still just peppering the ball beautifully. Yeah, he, beautifully. Didn't, he didn't drive it as well as he has been last week. He still gained off the tee. He gained four strokes on approach, just bled a bunch around the greens. Blood a bunch on the greens. I mean, 
when he's not gaining five strokes putting, he's losing three strokes putting. That's kind of the the Glover spot that we've been in right now. I just thought it was really strange for a guy who's won two of the past three tournaments, played reasonably well last week against these same guys, is 45 to one without starting strokes. Like at, at DraftKings, he's 40 to one with starting strokes and he's starting at minus five. In the without starting strokes market, he's 45 to one. Like why can't he just have the best round? Best weekend of all. And listen, guys. he went off the board at some books at like 32 to 1 last week with 70, 50 guys, all with no starting strokes. Um, so as you mentioned, I don't know, so many of the good players played well last week outside of Rom. Essentially, like even Xander Pat, he was no one was hitting the ball better. I I, He's I bet got a I, problem. I bet on Xander. That was fun to watch him on the back nine both days. The hot starts from Xander each of the each day on the weekend, and then just watch him go down the leaderboard. Like I just stopped paying attention for 15 minutes, and all of a sudden Xander's like no longer in third, he's in ninth. But I don't mind the guys. I think you've identified um Yeah, Fleetwood. I mentioned Harmon, but you seem to concur that one is is decent. And I don't know, yeah. Russell Henley, 28 to 1. Like, okay, that, this is what I don't understand. Why is Russell Henley 28 to 1, but Glover is 45 to 1? That's a fair and balanced question. <laughs> Am I getting my own Fox News show soon? <laughs> Mayo! I got some hot takes. I mean, Cuss should actually just have his own Fox News show. Big on live with Tim Andrecust. But yeah, I think I'm actually add Glover to it. Sung J twenty eight, Tommy thirty three, Siwoo sixty, Glover forty five. You know, I lose money every week anyway. This seems like a fun way to lose money. Yeah, um, I'll probably do a couple things in in this market, but it's like I'm going super light. Like it's extra casual because without the like, obviously they're all playing. There's huge money at stake, but to actually be chasing. The top score, I like guys to know or want it. And I don't think that's the case at all. Well, after my DraftKings hit on Sunday, I can't be in the hole unless I really go wild this week. I don't even think I'm going to play DraftKings this week for the Tour Championship. Maybe I'll throw in a lineup and basically what I did last week and it really worked out. So maybe I'll try that again. But I can't be in the hole now. I got myself out of the hole. It was Wyndham last year at the end of the year that dug me out of the hole. BMW Championship this year that digs me out of the hole. Might as well donate some back to the cause. So quick picks for the Tour Championship. No starting strokes. Sungjae, 28. Tommy Fleetwood, 33. Siwoo, 66 to 1 with four places on the each way. And Lucas Glover, 45 to 1 with four places on the each way as well. And again, that's no starting strokes. So when Fleetwood ends up third and has the best round, he doesn't get any sort of trophy or anything like that, but he'll win this bet for us. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll be there with Fleetwood 33. It's really all I got in starting strokes. It'd be Victor five to one. All right, cool. You're going to play a parlay chargers Vic this week. No, but I will tell you people this. Okay. I am. I don't know the proper strategy and the smart gambler would say there is no proper strategy. You moron. But when I identify like 
my I will be attempting super locks with Vic to win every major. And I'll need to knock them off one at a time. One at a time throughout the football season. And hopefully it doesn't get messy. But I'm just saying, when I like love a football game and I'm going to put like what I would put on my favorite football game of the week, assuming I liked it, like relic, like is actually my favorite game. I really liked it. I have no problem putting like 15% of that stake on Vic with that game at the Masters. And then we'll move on to the US Open. And then we'll move on to the PGA. And then we'll move on to the Open. Okay. Well, that will do it on another season of golf content on the Pat Mayo experience. Maybe we'll do a year. We usually do our year in review at Christmas time, but we'll definitely have a ton of Ryder Cup coverage when that comes. I don't really care about. Oh, you know what I did bet? Totally forgot. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but I bet Adrian Dumont de Charest at 25 to 1 for the D&D Real Check Masters as well. That you, you alluded to it on when we spoke earlier, and I'm sorry if I was all over the place. Like, I get giddy talking Ryder Cup, like, only get talking Chargers gets me like bouncing, bouncing like that. But that would really put this discussion on its head if that guy goes full, full out this week, like, not even winning, just like. Almost does what Aberg did at Detroit. Do you know what I mean? Just like put people's mouths on the floor. Oh, I'm also betting Thirsty Lawrence at 60 to 1. It's a good number for him. So a lot of people hit uh, the accountant, Dan Brown. Good for them. The hell was Dan Brown? I don't know. The guy that won in Europe. Oh. Also on the way out. uh, It's been long. But. Would you say yesterday, if someone, nah, I was going to talk about Rory, but who cares? It's beaten, beaten dead horse. Why, why is it? Throw this out. Like Rory got, uh, Rory got you know, blamed again. You know, another choke job by Rory. Can't get it done. How does Scheffler become immune to any of this by not closing the door on any of these tournaments? I think if Scheffler like has gone many years without a major then we're gonna like get on him when he doesn't do other things okay so it's it's the built-in that would be my guess like net rory's major drought is so long everything is so polarizing and you almost bring up a point that what i did want to say is like so many like credit like guys were on rory this week it didn't seem like a bad pick if you wanted to go to the top you know he, he felt like he was in it the whole time and then I saw our buddy Vincenzi tweet on Saturday night that he's expecting a vintage Rory round tomorrow. And what hurt me about that tweet was like, when you say vintage Rory round, I'm sure there are people that think and hear that and be like 62 in the wind, 63 in the wind, vintage Rory. But you say vintage Rory and half of golf public be like, uh, choke job. He'll lollygag. He won't convert anything. Like, what does vintage Rory even mean right now? I have no idea. Crazy. Is it? No, but winning's hard. Winning's hard. Um, I just want him to go 4-0-1 in the Ryder Cup. Are you getting worried about your Euro bet now that uh, Cust has basically declared them free money? I didn't think about that. No, the bet again, it's not big enough for me to like care, be that angry. Uh, And I don't like that. Some people on Twitter, like all I like people are, how do I put this? All I did was say during the open that if you want to bet Europe, this is the time. 
Like it is not getting higher. It will only get shorter from here. That a lot of the Christmas time sentiment lines were still out there. This is not like I'm obsessed or need them to win. I think it's going to be close as close and fun. So I'm super excited, but I don't have enough to like sweat hard. All right. I'll play matches both sides. We'll see. Yeah. Well, we'll, excited do, our, about we'll do our pairings. preview. We'll, we'll bet our top US score, our top Euro score. It'll be fun. Top Rook. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Yeah. Double do it. On the Pat Mayo experience, runthesims.com slash Mayo will get you 10% off if you're looking for simulations and betting tools, all tools, no content for the NFL season. Highly recommend that you do it if you just want to create free projections for your season-long fantasy leagues. Uh, If you just put in your email and get a membership, it costs nothing. You can do those for free at runthesims.com. And if you are looking for a place to store your money this fantasy football season, go to leaguesafe.com. It's not your buddy in his savings account that he might spend on drugs for the season and not pay you out. No, 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 no. It's a secure place to put your money that everyone's going to get their money back. It's what we use for the Fantasy Golf World Championship. And we just paid out, I believe, geez, like $500,000 and boom, money's back to you. No problem right away. So use League Safe if you're going to do that. Follow Jeff on Twitter at gfeinberg17, me at the PME. Rate, review, sub to the audio podcast, smash the like and sub to the channel, and we got a ton of fo- football content already out. We got win totals, NFC and AFC over the next two weeks. Me, Cam, and Rob for our best bets for the season-long props, plus Rob and I breaking down how to bet on NFL, plus a few other special guests along the way, and a very special show that features me, Jeff, Cust, Pizzola, and Cam coming at you next week. So be on the lookout for that. Okay, I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.